Welcome back to the Win Daily Podcast for today, July 3rd, 2019. We're back with another big slate. I am Scott Engel. I am the king. I am fantasy here with our CEO and founder, DFS Pro Jason Mizrahi, the author of Win Daily and the founder of our website and our company. Jason, seems like it's been a while. Yeah, it's been uh, too long, Scott, but we have a large slate here, 14 games. So let's get right into things here. Yeah, Miami's in Washington. Sandy Alcantara, I, I don't know how this guy makes the all-star game with a 140 whip, you know, among other things, and six starts with four runs of, of six starts of four runs or more. Uh, 6,900 on DraftKings going against Steven Strasburg, who would seem to be, uh, you know, kind of chalky for tonight, but the Marlins do uh, seem to get scrappy against uh, against these uh these NL East opponents at times. Is this an avoid game for you? Um, well, in the main slate um, on FanDuel, this game is not even going to be on the board because it's, it's a 6 o'clock start. Um, same thing with DraftKings. This game is a 6 o'clock start. So it's not really on the main slate, so we don't really have to talk about it. If you were to play an all-day slate and you know you wanted to you know throw this game into the mix, yeah, Strasburg is playable, but... I don't think too many people are going to play in the all-day slate tomorrow. It's it's really the, the main slate that everybody's kind of concerned about. So if you're playing an all-day slate, go ahead and throw Strasburg in. But let's just focus in on the next game and the 7 o'clock games. Yeah, so uh, moving on from the other games today, the Mets uh, took the first game of the Subway Series last night at City Field. Two-game series, Jason Vargas against Domingo German. German coming off the DL, 10,100 on DraftKings. Hopefully Jason learned his lesson about last time we saw we, we spoke about Jason Vargas, who was allowed three runs or less in eight of his last nine starts, and you're not going to stack against him. Um, I don't know. I, I really don't know. First, I want to give a shout out to Matt Stryker. If the Mets suck, um, I guess the Yankees really suck if you lost tonight. Um, but outside of that, listen, I really don't believe in Vargas. I think he's a funny guy. You know, I think he's an interesting character. I think he goes on runs where he pitches well, um, like he did in Kansas City, which earned him this contract with the Mets. But listen, man, it's still going against probably the most power-hitting, right-handed, strong lineup I've ever seen, um, one through eight or one through nine. This lineup is stacked. You know, I know uh, Wheeler pitched a good game, but Vargas, a lefty, going against LeMahieu, Judge, Hicks, Sanchez, Edwin, Kleber, Torres. It's a pretty stacked lineup. I can see what you're saying. Um, The Yankees won't be my number one stack, but... I'm definitely not pitching Vargas. Um, if we're talking DraftKings, and I know like you, you like to play on DraftKings more than FanDuel. So if we're talking DraftKings pricing here, you know, I can't see myself paying all the way up for German as well at 10-1. So both these guys are pretty much an avoid for me. And if I had to pick somebody from this game, I'd have to, you know, go after some of these Yankees bats like a Sanchez, where you have to pick a pitcher. I mean a catcher on DraftKings. Sanchez makes some sense. LeMayu's been, you know, scorching hot. You can play him at second or third, but he's expensive. It's going to be an expensive stack. And with, you know, a matchup that we're going to talk about later, I think there's better matchups uh, for hitters. So I'm going to pretty much fade this game. Yeah, Glaber Torres is 4,600. And then you have uh, you have judges forty eight hundred and Sanchez is forty seven hundred. It's all expensive to to spend for Chicago's at Pittsburgh. Hugh Darvish 
against Chris Archer. Archer's just had a bad season. So uh, maybe some bats to like uh, from the from the, the Cubs side. Jason Hayward's gotten off to a terrific start. This month had a good, really good month of June. He's 4,600. Anthony Rizzo is only 4,500 on DraftKings. Kyle Schwarber is 4,000. Yeah, with this matchup here on DraftKings, I need to find some value. Um, I'm going to want to stack some of these later games, these high-scoring shootout games that we're going to be talking about shortly. Um, and you're going to have to take a shot. In order to, you know, to, to grab some bats in Coors Field or grab some bats in this Milwaukee game, or this Boston game, they're all going to come inexpensive. So a guy like Archer at 7,700, you're not looking for a 30-point game. You'll be happy with six innings, six Ks, and two earned runs as long as he doesn't walk in, you know, a lot of batters or give a bunch of hits up. For at 7,700, he might be one of the first stops, you know, for value. There's a couple other guys here that make some sense. Darvish makes a little bit of sense if you can, you know, escape from uh, Josh Bell and Dickerson. Um, he can rack up some Ks. So I'm looking for value here. Um, there's a couple of top-line pitchers, but you're gonna you're not going to be able to pair uh, two top-end pitchers um, going into the slate with a Coors game. And Coors is you know, p- playing the Astros versus the Rockies with two explosive offenses. That game is probably going to finish with both teams scoring in the double digits. They're all going to be expensive, so you're going to have to find some cheap pitching. So... You know, Archer and Darvish, I know you don't like both of those pitchers, but, you know, getting 15, 20 points from each of them might be the play going into, you know, Wednesday night. Yeah, I'd rather take the risk with Archer, with Darvish than Archer. It's Archer's just been awful. Uh, David Boat's hitting 400 in the last week. Uh, somebody you consider Chris Bryant's hitting 375 in the last week. And in the last week, uh, Jason Hayward's hitting 318 with three home runs and 10 RBIs. He's hot. Uh, the Red Sox are, are at the Blue Jays. You got Chris Sale uh, going against Sean Reed Foley, who pitched well last time out, but is not somebody uh, you probably really expect another good turn from. Sale is going to be the top cash game play, obviously, at 11,800. But, uh, you know, maybe some of these Red Sox bats against Reed Foley. Yeah, um, I wrote up uh, Devers as my top third baseman on my cheat sheet. Me and Wes Anderson, uh, we basically go, you know, by mid-afternoon every day, we have a cheat sheet that we put up for our premium members. Um, And what that does, it gives your top play, your value play, and your punt play at each position, our favorite stacks, our favorite pitchers. And I wrote up Devers as my top third baseman play over Arenado. And he had a monster game on Tuesday night. Um, I expect the same thing from him with the platoon split, split versus Foley. Um, I love Devers. <laughs> I love Ben Attendee, Bradley, um, and J.D. Martinez is starting to heat up. So I don't mind a full stack here from Boston as a pivot away from this Astros-Rockies game that everybody's going to be playing. So, um, you know, I, I like the Boston Red Sox a lot here. I think they come in. Probably is my number three or number four favorite stack as we get into these later games. Yeah, you mentioned Devers. Uh, the last week coming in the last night's game, he was hitting 526 with two home runs, seven RBIs. Uh, J.G. Martinez in the past week, 474, two and five. Xander Bogarts, 373, one and five. 
And uh, even Jackie Bradley Jr. is like scorching over the last week. He's hitting 588. So a good time to consider that Red Sox stack. The Rays are at, uh, Rays hosting the Orioles. Uh, John Means making the All-Star game deservedly. Uh, so you might want to hold off on the Tampa Bay bats. Uh, what do you think about a few Baltimore bats against Yanni Chirinos? No, it's, it's a stay-away spot for me. Um, the first couple games of the series have been more – I would call pitchers duels, even though they're not really, you know, Morton went out and blew them away on Tuesday night. Baltimore is not a team that I want to stack up against on the road in Tampa Bay, you know, maybe at home, maybe if it's hot outside, but this is a complete stay away. I know Meads has been good this year, but he's priced at $8,400 on DraftKings. I'd rather take a shot, you know, with some other guys here over yes. them. So it's a, it's a pretty much stay away spot. It's a large slate. I'm not going to talk too much about it. I don't think there's any good plays in this game, you know, and it's two good pitchers. Um, it's going to be some bullpen arms from Tampa Bay to follow up with Torino's. I'm staying away from this game, all sides. Milwaukee and Cincinnati, Yoli Chassin against Sonny Gray. Uh, Gray uh, hasn't been necessarily somebody to target this year. But uh, you know, maybe you think about it in the GPP. You got some Reds bats that you might like against Chassin for sure. Uh, you know, Eugenio Suarez tearing it up over the last week. 368, three home runs, seven RBIs. Joey Votto hitting 368 over the last week. Jesse Winker hitting uh, 300 over the last week. Uh, Winker's at 4,100. Votto's at 4,200. Suarez at, at uh, 4,700. You got Scooter Jeanette. The price still hasn't caught up with him because he's been injured. He's 3,900. Yeah, he's come out of the gate cold. You know, I'm going to wait for him to heat up a little bit on, on Jeanette. Votto's starting to swing a better bat here. I don't mind any of these Milwaukee bats. The two guys I would take first is uh, Jesse Winker. Um, who's been heating up, providing value the last couple of days, and, and probably Votto and Dietrich. You know, I want to get these left-handed bats here. So I like them three. Um, on the backside of things, Sonny Gray's been good. Um, he's been a lot better, but Yelich is, you know, reigning MVP, dominating. So, you know, I like these Milwaukee bats, but they're expensive. I don't think they come in as high as the Astros will or the Rockies will, but you know, there's a couple spots here that I don't mind a Grandal. I don't mind um, Thames, who's been on fire. Mustakis has been, you know, hitting well. And Yelich. So if I'm going to attack Ray, I'm going to attack with these lefties um, that I just mentioned. Nick Pavetta, uh, he has allowed 14 earned runs in his last three starts. Uh, looked briefly okay, but when he came off the DL... Uh, but he's going against Bryce Wilson in a game Philadelphia Atlanta. We could see some runs here. Uh, you know, Freeman two hundred, Marquez forty one hundred, the Albies forty one hundred. Brian Pan, if he's in the lineup, he may even save some money with him for thirty nine hundred. Uh, Austin Riley's well, probably worth the five thousand. Acuna is worth it as well at 5300 What are you thinking of a brave stack that comes coming off of a terrific month? Um, I think it's going to be under-owned. Um, I think, you know, everybody's going to look to Colorado again and, and the Astros and this L.A.-Texas game in Boston and Milwaukee and Cincinnati. Atlanta's going to be the forgotten team. Um, Pavetta's been blown up. 
um, the last couple starts. Freddie Freeman's always in play for me. Um, when you say people are in play at 5,000, 5,000 is the, the top-end guy. Um, so I just want to make sure you understand that and our listeners I understand do, that. I do, but to me, you know, you're going to spend like 57, 5,800 for like a Yelich or a Yeah, Bell- but you only get one or two no. of those in your in your lineup and you're done. You know, you well, can't have I, more than I, one or two of those guys. So you you can't I, I'd play. Like have, I'd like to have Freddie Freeman in my lineup tomorrow. You know, I'm saying I'm okay with that, but it's 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 near impossible to get you a Freeman with an Acuna and, you know, guys like Yelich together. You got to find some value here, and I think it's going to be tough. You know, Atlanta, since they've been hitting so well, it's going to be tough finding those value guys. It's just not going to be in that lineup. You know, you're going to have to find some values in the – when we talk about values on, on DraftKings, we're talking about 3,300 – like a Jose Martinez that we'll talk about in a later game, or a Harrison Bader at twenty eight hundred. You got, the, or even an Aaron Hicks at thirty nine hundred. We need to find some guys under four thousand dollars if we're talking DraftKings. Me and Striker, and me and Mark. You know, we get on the pockets. We usually talk about Fanduel, but you know, I don't mind switching it up and talking about DraftKings here. But I just want people who are listening. You know, on DraftKings, you got to find some values in these these thirty five hundred these guys that are priced down that are having you know a bad week or a bad two weeks or a bad month. Like a guy like Paul Goldschmidt. Not that I'm going to play him tomorrow, but Goldschmidt at thirty five hundred versus Freeman at fifty two hundred. You're going to have to find these spots because you can't just go out there and say we like Chris Sale at eleven thousand eight hundred and then say we like Freeman because. We got to find these values, and it, it's tough at certain positions to find them, but that's our job is to, to help the users find guys like a Tyler White on Houston if he gets to start at 3,300 or, you know, different well, that's guys. Why, that's, and, why, that's why I mentioned Victor Caratini pretty often. And if you look at the other side of this game, you know, you got a few guys in Philadelphia going against Price Wilson. We got hammered last time out. You got Cesar Hernandez at 3,900. Uh, Bryce Harper, you know, is not super expensive at forty six hundred, but you also got JT Real Muto's just thirty eight hundred. Yeah, like a guy like Real Muto, you know, that's a guy that, from a value for value perspective, you know, that's a guy that we got to talk about um, because you know on this show it's very easy for everybody to say, oh, we like you know we like Gary Sanchez at forty seven hundred. Well, everybody's gonna like him, but who can we actually fit in our lineup? And a guy like Real Muto. At 3,800 are the guys that we got to be talking about. A guy like Brian McCann, 3,900. You know, let's find those values for our Oh, yeah, our I did listeners. mention McCann. Yeah. yeah, but, you know, that's what I'm saying. You know, when, when we're talking on these shows, um, it's we got to find the values. It's, it's really, really important. You know, Hoskins at 4,400, yeah, you can sneak him in. Um, but, you know, you got to make sure we're not just mentioning the $5,000 guys. And I want our listeners – since we've been speaking, you know, on the podcast that I do, uh, we're usually talking about FanDuel more or less. Um, and there's easier ways to find value on FanDuel than I feel like on DraftKings. DraftKings, the value spots are that we got to find a couple of 3,500 guys, 4,100, $4,000 guys on DraftKings. But let's go on to the next game. Like I said, I, I like Atlanta as a low owned stack, but we got to find those value plays. Yep. It's all about in, in DraftKings and in life, finding values. Uh, Los Angeles Angels and Texas Rangers. Griffin Canning, 
Uh, hasn't been bad. You know, he really has been blown up recently, but Ario Harado is probably more of a guy that we want to attack here if one of the two. And then uh, you look, you look at some of these uh, some of these bats like Mike Trout's obviously fifty six hundred, but Cole Calhoun's only uh, forty two hundred. Uh, you got Brian Goodwin's four thousand. Uh, Justin Upton, the numbers are starting to catch up a little bit to him on DraftKings. He's now at forty three hundred. Yeah, Gerardo's been not so bad. Um, he's had a couple rough outings here there, but. He's held up against Boston and Baltimore and Kansas City, and he he lasted six and you know six and a third, gave up six hits uh, versus these Angels in L.A. It's going to be a different game, um, being that's in Texas. It's just a question, you know. The question comes out to me, and the question that's staring me in the face is, you know, who do I want? Do I want you know a guy like Mike Trout at fifty six hundred playing in Texas or? Do I want a guy like J.D. Martinez at 4,400 versus Reed Foley, you know? Or do I want a guy like Charlie Blackman at the same price as Trout or Springer pretty close to the same price? So these are the questions that we need to answer uh, because this this Houston-Colorado game, I keep on saying it over and over again, but it's going to go into double digits on both sides. I can pretty much, you know, lock that in for our listeners. That's what's going to happen. So, so. Um, we're going to want as many of these bats as possible in that in that Colorado game. So these are the tough decisions. Do I like Mike Trout? Yes. Do I think he's really good at baseball? Yes. But do I want him over, you know, Blackman? That's a very tough choice. And I'm probably going to lean on Blackman in that, in that case. Detroit's at the White Sox in the second game of a doubleheader here. Uh, and you have a pitching matchup that could probably produce – Probably produce a lot of runs. Uh, Tyler Alexander coming up from Triple A to Toledo, where he's two and nine with a six twenty three ERA against uh, journeyman Ham and Egger Russ Detweiler. Well, I can't believe he's uh, he's in the league, but uh, you know, maybe you can pick a Tiger bat here or two for a punt. Uh, maybe some White Sox bats to like here too. Yeah, I wish I wish one of these pitchers were going against a good team. Um, that's my problem here. Um, the White Sox do have some hitters. Yeah, they do. Um, they do have some hitters. Um, but outside well, of Lurie Green, Garcia is hot right now, 389 over the last week. And John Jay's hit nearly 290 over the last week. Eh, John Jay. Um, can't really get behind these guys, man. I, I just, it's, it's a large slate. Um, Maybe a guy like Cassianos at 4,100 makes some sense. A guy like Eloy Jimenez, if you want to go deeper at 4,000, makes some sense. But it's tough, man. It's tough setting. Candelario has been hot over the last week. He's hitting 444. Yeah, it really comes down to pricing, though. You know, like, are these guys priced better than other people in in similar positions? I don't know. It's it's a stay-away spot for me. If I see a guy as a one-off that I need to just plug into a spot, you know, due to pricing, you know, maybe I'll take a look here. But as of right now, you know, maybe like I said, if a guy like, say, John Hicks gets the start, right, and he's 2,100, um, that's a guy I wouldn't mind just plugging in as one of my last spots here because there's a chance, you know, he gets lucky and he runs into one. But I got to see what kind of lineups – it's more for a one-off. Like, if one of these guys 
are in his lineup that have some pop potential, and they got the platoon matchup, and they're 2,000 or 2,500, this would be the game to maybe grab that, that one-off from because you want to grab a cheap guy. You might have a shot here with maybe like a Yomer Sanchez at 2,900. It wouldn't be a full stack, um, but it'd be, you know, a roll of the dice and hope that one of these guys just has, you know, a good game and a good matchup and hits a home run and maybe gets a double. Maybe it won't be Hicks. He doesn't have a hit over the past week. Uh, the yeah, game it's a, that it's a, it's a roll of the dice, man. You're, you're. I'm talking about playing a guy whose minimum salary, like two thousand, twenty five hundred, somewhere in that range. Uh, maybe the only game that we should, we should have previewed, according to to Jason here, uh, Houston and Colorado. Uh, Wade Miley against Peter Lambert. Miley, you know, has been better at times than expected, but not going in, in, into Colorado for sure. Uh, Daniel Murphy's not incredibly expensive at 4,300. Uh, you know, Lambert hasn't been good so far. Yeah, so if you want to throw jabs at me, let's make a bet on this game. What's the over-under in this game? Don't, I don't, I'm not looking for Vegas' over-under. What do you think they combined for in this game? Give me an over-under. I'm going to say 19. Damn, 19. I'll, I'll, I'll still go over. I'll go, I'll go 20. Um, they're going to put up at least 20 runs tomorrow between the both of them. So I want to get as many bats from this game as possible. I know, you know, Miley's been better. Yes. But I, I think they're in the teens, you know, they're definitely going to score 15, 16, 17 runs, um, in this game. Guys like Arenado, he, he's gonna, he's gonna blow up Miley. Um, I like the, the Astro side better. You know, going into Tuesday, I kind of like the Rocky side better just because I think Marquez was the better pitcher. And obviously, in this case, I think Miley's the better pitcher here. Um, but I'll probably try to, in the ideal situation, if I can find a way to make this work, I would like to get five Astros and three Rockies in my DraftKings lineup, you know, with some of these pitchers. It's going to be tough. You know, I'm going to have to take a shot. And take a roll of the dice on one of these pitchers. I have to go with someone really, really cheap to make it work. You know, maybe this guy Alexander that we don't really know much about going against a you know shitty offense in the White Sox and just roll the dice at 5,700 and go with it, and maybe pair him up with an Archer or Duffy or somebody else that's really cheap, and I get all the bats I want. If I had to make a lineup right now, you know, early Wednesday morning. That's what that's what I'm gonna try to do first. If it if it can happen, I'll do it. If I can't make it happen, then maybe I'll go, you know, four three with Astros, Rockies, and then one guy for like minimum salary at two thousand or twenty five hundred to make sure it does work because it can work. Let me throw two stats at you though, maybe to lean more here towards Houston than Colorado. I know it is Coors Fields, but Miley's only allowed more than three runs twice this year. No, I definitely, I'm definitely leading Houston over. Yeah. I'm saying on Tuesday I, I led the Rockies over the Astros because Marquez was pitching. But this time I'm definitely – I want more Astros than I want Rockies. You know, I want Springer. I want Brantley. Gurriel's on fire. And I'll take, you know, some cheap guys like a Tyler White and, you know, maybe a Josh Reddick to round it out and maybe skip on an Altuve and a Bregman um, just to get, you know, some cheap guys mixed in. And some power guys like Springer's 
pretty much been swinging a hot bat ever since he came back. So ideally, I'd want everybody in the top five, but I think realistically, I'll go with Springer, um, Brantley, Guriel, Reddick, and Tyler White. And it's not that expensive of a stack when you look at it that way. Yeah, the uh, the Astros actually have the fourth best team ERA as well. Yeah, you know, so and above the bull out of the bullpen. Yeah, I, like I said, Story's a little bit cheaper because he's coming off the DL, so he's only forty five hundred. I think you can try to try to make a lineup. What I'm going to try to do is make a lineup work with um, Arenado and Story, and maybe a guy like Desmond, and then mix him in with three. I mean, mix them in with five of these uh, Astros and, and see if it works. If it works, I can find two pitchers to, to roll the dice with. So I'm going to go ahead and do it. All right. Guriel was in the lineup uh, last night, even though for the ankle injury. Usually I worry about ankle injuries. Do you know what he did? Do you know what he did last night or no? No. Um, he had two home runs and a double. So I think he's feeling great. I think he's feeling all right. I was about to say before you interrupted me with that update is that uh, – you know, sometimes I worry about an ankle that it's going to keep a guy out more than a game or two. But, uh, you know, obviously he's okay. Yeah. Cleveland and Kansas City, Mike Clevenger, who's got batted around in his last start, going against Danny Duffy, who's more play than anything. Uh, you never know what you're going to get with Duffy. Uh, for me, this is probably a stay-away game because I don't know what I'm going to get out of either pitcher. Yeah, I can't. I can't pay off for Clevenger on DraftKings. Um, 9700 I, I, I want these bats, but I think Duffy at 7100 I keep on repeating this. We're going to have to go cheap with pitching. You know, and the guys that I'm looking at in order to stack, because there's a lot of great spots for stacking, you know, with Boston um, and this Colorado game. I think pairing a guy like an Archer or a Darvish with a guy like Duffy and there's two other guys, you know, I'm going to mention. And maybe even this dude, Tyler Alexander. I got to do more research. But at 5,700, if Alexander gets you 15 points, you're smooth sailing. You're completely happy with 15 from a guy that's 5,700. So if you can get Alexander to get you 15, hypothetically, and you can get either an Archer or an Eric Lauer or a Danny Duffy to get you 17 to 20, and Colorado and Houston goes off like you expect them to, you know, then you're doing well. You know, Sale, you know, Sale can go out there and get 25, 30. Walker Bueller can go out there and get 25, 30. But outside of those two guys, you know, I'm not even thinking about paying up for anybody else. It's really going to go dumpster diving with somebody in this 7 to 8K range or 6K range that I'm going to lean with. So I think, you know, he's playable here, um, Danny Duffy. And I'm going to agree with you on Clevenger. I'm staying away from him. Yeah, I think Tyler Alexander as a play is going to be too cute. They're saving salary, and then there's just, you know, setting yourself up for doom. In the minors this this year, six twenty three ERA and one fifty five WHIP. So, I don't I don't think that's the way I'm going to be going to save money. Uh, Minnesota's in Oakland. We got Kyle Gibson against Tanner Anderson. Uh, I think uh, I think you'll be looking at an A stack here. I mean, a Minnesota stack. Minnesota, yeah. Yeah, Minnesota makes some sense. It's going to be another team kind of like Atlanta that's somewhat forgotten. You know, the way I'm looking at it right now, um, there's going to be ownership on Houston, Colorado. There's going to be ownership on L.A. and Texas. And then, you know, these – these, and then Boston probably comes in fifth. 
um, as far as stacking goes. Minnesota, similar to Atlanta and, you know, the other games like the, the Yankees, Milwaukee, and Cincinnati, are all going to be under-owned. You know, they're going to be like 5-10% owned. Maybe a couple guys will stand out. But for the most part, nobody's going to be stacking Minnesota in, in Oakland Coliseum, you know, when there's a game in Coors Field. But, you know, guys like Kepler, Polanco with a platoon split, platoon split uh, makes some sense. But, again, I'm going to try my best to, you know, stay, stay to my core and, and try to get these uh, Astros bats. But I won't hate you for, you know, rolling out a very under-owned Minnesota stack in, in a pitcher's park. Okay. Uh, do we want to talk more about Houston and Colorado? We keep going to that. Uh, uh, San, Fr- make San Francisco. Sure the users know that I will be stacking. I think we're yeah. well aware of that. Yes. Okay. Right. <laughs> and I got the over on nineteen. Just, just remember that too. Okay. San Francisco's at San Diego. Uh, I would recommend maybe a San Diego stack, but uh, you know, I guess there's only one stack we can use today, and so Definitely. you know. Against Eric Lauer, you know, maybe, maybe Lauer's a guy you want to save money on tonight more than anybody yes. going against San Francisco 6,700 on draft. That's the guy. That's the guy I'm looking at. Um, yeah. he, he's cheap. You're going to have to take a shot. One of these cheap guys. Um, Sean Anderson, I'm looking at his stats. He, he just went ahead and played against San Diego not too long ago at home. And he dropped six innings. Six Ks, two in runs. You got the win. You got the quality start. What was the date on that start? Um, June twelfth. So it was a you know. Yeah, the, the the Padres have really heated up since then. You no, know, they're heating up, but then they died off again yesterday, and you know on Monday, and they didn't do much on Monday, and then on Tuesday, you know it's not like they're doing much as well. So um, I think Lauer's a guy that you want to kind of take a look at here. Um, He's actually got. He's actually better at home than on the road. He's got a six forty nine road ERA and a two sixty six home ERA. Yeah, I'm seeing some some mixed reports here. You know, we're doing this pod early. I'm seeing some reports now that um, Cal Quantrill is going to start over Lauer. So if it's Quantrill, you know, that's a different story. Uh, he's been pitching out of the pen the last four times he's been in the game. But prior to that, he had some good outings. So we really have to see when these reports come out. Uh, I'm seeing reports now that it's going to be Quantrill. Um, I see other reports that might be loud. So we're doing this, you know, late night Tuesday, early yeah, night. Yeah, actually, Wednesday. actually, uh, the official word is Quantrill. Yeah, so it looks like Quantrill. Yeah. So that kind of throws a, a wrench into things. I got to do some more research on Quantrill because he's been coming out of the bullpen. I don't know. What to expect here? It ruins my Lauer play, so it's a tough decision here. I'm gonna have to do some more research, come back to it, but I'm avoiding all the bats in this game, and I gotta take a, a stronger look at Quantrill. Yeah, Quant- Quantrill's made four consecutive relief appearances after three starts. Yeah, so we gotta see what the reports are. Is he gonna be stretched out? This is gonna be a bullpen game. What's going on? Okay. Uh, you know, so probably more of a stay away game than anything. At this uh, point, yeah. Yeah, St. Louis and Seattle. Wainwright against Leak. Uh, Leak is a guy I I don't target in the stack necessarily because whatever you do, uh, it goes off the wrong way and uh, you end up not getting any enough points. Uh, what about some Seattle bats against, uh, against Wainwright here, though? But D. Gordon's just $3,500. 
It's it's a it's a pitcher's park. Seattle's pretty trash um, offensively. There's been times where I've been trying to get Malik Smith into the mix, but you know this team's not really playing that well at all. Um, J.P. Crawford at times I played him this year. This is not yeah. a sexy pick. It's a 15-14 game slate. I'm gonna try to find other ways, to, you know, to find different bats in different games. I think I told you about this one game I really like. Um, this is a game that I really don't like, so not much here for me, man. It really, you know, I'm not going to, you know, try to make the our listeners believe that there's a play here. I'm staying away, you know, maybe for a one-off and you find some guy really, really cheap and you need to fill out your lineup, go ahead and do so. But there's just a lot of better spots out there. Yeah, I don't have a problem with that. Okay, so it's clear we like Colorado and Houston and Colorado as, as We the do stacks. have one more game now. We do have one more game. I know it's I wasn't late. sure. Okay, so. Yeah. Uh, so the other game was. Is the Dodgers and the D-backs. Dodgers. And we, we got to talk about Walker Bueller, and we got to talk about these lefty bats, you know, for the Dodgers. Um, they're in play. Um if you can find a way to go spend some money and you don't want to stack the Rockies or maybe you want to get some cheaper bats to mix in with them, Walker Bueller is definitely in play here. He should be in line for the win. It's him and Chris Sale. If you're going to be paying up for any pitchers, it's one of the two of them. You're not going to be able to get both of them unless you get really creative. It's really going to be one or the other. Um, I think they're both in play. I think Bueller might be... At this point, it's crazy to say they're better value here because he's $900 cheaper than sale. Um, so from a value perspective, I might take the discount here just simply for the fact that, you know, the Dodgers are going to win this game just as easy as the Red Sox can win the game. And, you know, um, Dodgers Park is more of a pitcher's park than Toronto. So I think – and then Toronto bats has been swinging a little bit better than Arizona overall. So I think Bueller comes in ahead of sale for me from a value perspective. And then when it comes down to hitting, you know, these Dodgers are in play, kind of like the Yankees. They're in play every single day of the week because it is too deep and too strong. Um, Kelly's been better, um, but not a guy that's going to, you know, scare me away from having a Dodger stack here. But um, not the best stack on the slate because, like I said, Kelly's been good. Um, But guys like Bellinger and Muncy and Peterson – are going to be very under-owned due to the fact that it's a course game and a couple of better games in this. So, you know, if you want a sneaky late-night hammer and you think there's a way that these couple early games disappoint, the Dodgers will be extremely under-owned. So, you know, if you're making five, six, seven lineups, find a way to get at least one Dodger lineup would be my suggestion and definitely get a share or two of Walker Bueller. Yeah, Muncie and... Uh... Bellinger is certainly going to be expensive, but uh, Verdugo has been uh, priced down a little more, hitting 412 over the past week. Uh, maybe you can save a little cash with Chris Taylor hitting 444 over the past week. Uh, you know, there's two bats uh, right there that you can think about if you, because uh, you can like 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 the man said, you can't fit two five thousand dollar bats in the lineup, especially if you're going to spend up for Walker Bueller at ten thousand nine hundred. All right, so. Uh, we like the Houston, Colorado, and Dodger stacks. Pitching wise, what do you like overall? Um, pitching wise, if you if you can find a way to pay up, uh, you go with Chris Sale and you go with Bueller. Um, if you want to get all these expensive bats, 
you got to take some shots here. Um, and the guys I would probably take shots on would be Duffy, Archer, um, maybe Darvish. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. Bless you. Um, maybe a guy like, you know, Quantrill. If you can, you know, if you can do a little bit more research and see if he's definitely starting, you're gonna have to take a couple shots here. So there's not too much, you know, great value here. Maybe, you know, as crazy as it sounds, I know it sounds crazy to uh, to Scott here, but you know, if if we get this, you know, this rookie or this minor league pitcher going, um, might have to roll him out and just hope he gets you ten points. Maybe he lasts four innings and gets three or four Ks, and for whatever reason. Um, these bats haven't seen him before. So you just take a shot on Tyler Alexander. You know, it's, you're going to take a shot on one of these pitchers. So I think from yeah. a value perspective, a guy like Alexander or a guy like Archer and Duffy, you know, makes some sense. Um, I'd rather play them. I'd rather play as crazy as it sounds. I'd rather play Alexander than Nick Favetta. Um, Do you need but, me to repeat uh, Alexander's minor league numbers to you again? Chicago White Sox are not a good hitting team. They're really not that good at all. The kid, the kid is a gas can. Now, if you look at a Quantrill, he's actually had two good starts this year. Against Toronto, May 25th, six innings pitched, nine strikeouts, three earned runs. And first Philadelphia at home, five innings pitched. What's Quantrill's price on DraftKings on Wednesday? And seven strikeouts. So What's there, his price bit, Scott? A, I don't know what it is yet, but it's not going to be that high. I guarantee okay. you that. All right, we got to check on that. Yeah, so if it's if he's in that seven thousand range, I think the safest way um, to go about it just just go with Archer and Duffy, um, seventy seven hundred, seventy one hundred, and hope they each get you fifteen points. I think it's a fair assumption that they can do that. They have somewhat of a pedigree here, so it's possible. Um, we just need to figure out, you know, what bats we can squeeze in. Maybe there's a way. Maybe there's enough value. You know, when these lineups start rolling out, there's a couple $2,000 guys that you take a chance on and you play it safe and you grab, you know, one of these risky pitchers and you and you pair them up with a Bueller or Sale. If you can find a way to do that, that's the obvious the obvious play. All right. Uh, that's the Wind Daily Podcast for today, July 3rd. I'm Scott Engel for Tyler Alexander's uh, second cousin, Jason Mizrahi. We'll, uh, we'll, see, we'll see you tomorrow.